0: search low. There's nobody like you in all of heaven. In all of the earth, Jesus will love you today. How many feel the liberty of the Holy Ghost in the house? No, there's no telling what God's going to do today. Well, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. 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 I am really in a quandary this morning. I don't know when I grow up if I want to be like Pastor Bradford or play like Brother McAllister. Y'all just pray for me. I'll get this all figured out. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, now I've got to tell you this morning, I've got a very specific, well, that's a big word, specific and, and a, a, a direction in mind. And it's going to take everybody to get on board. We're going to move in Jesus' name. And at the end of this, at the end of this lesson this morning, I'm going to ask the ministry uh, to help me just, just particularly. We got a specific mission this morning from our great Lord and Savior. And I believe God's going to do great things by the time this service is over this morning. Boy, today's your day. Hallelujah. Today is your day. We're going to. Let's just go straight to the Word of the Lord. Exodus, the 13th chapter. Amen. That's the second book of your Bible, right after the, probably the most complicated book in the Word of God, Genesis. If you see Matthew or Mark and his friends, you've gone too far. Uh, Page 63 in my Bible. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at verse number 3, Exodus, the 13th chapter and the third verse. And Moses said unto the people, remember this day in which ye came out. Everybody say, came out. Yeah, that's what that word exodus means. I I came out. I exited from Egypt. I'm just going to skip to the good parts. Let's move down to verse number four. This day came ye out in the month of Abib, Verse number 5. And it shall be when the Lord shall bring thee in. Everybody say into. That's an entrance. The land. and We read all that. I'll read it. The land of the Canaanites, the Hivites, the Amorites, Hittites. Sorry. Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, the Jebusites. which you swear unto your fathers to give thee a land flowing with milk and honey that thou shalt keep this service in this month. The Lord brought you out to bring you in. The Lord gave you an Exodus to give you an Isodus. Yeah. Well, we're gonna launch out into the deep right away. Praise God. The Lord bless you. My subject tonight, and you can be this morning, you may be seated as change. The Exodus and the Isodus. The scorpion was hamstrung, his tail. All a-quiver, just how would he manage to get across that river? The water was so deep, he observed, with a sigh which pricked the ears of the tortoise that was just standing nearby. Some conversation ensued between the scorpion and the tortoise, and before you know it, he asked him, why don't you help me, brother tortoise? reach that far side. You swim like a dream, and you have what I lack. Let's say you take me across upon your back. Tortoise started to scratch his eyebrow, and he said, but you've got a less than ideal reputation proceeding. There's talk of your victims all poisoned and bleeding. That old scorpion got the best used car salesman smile that he could, and he just talked him into it. And so just a few moments when they had set sail, the scorpion lashed out with his venomous tail, and the tortoise, I told you we were lashed out into the deep, yeah. (laughs) And the tortoise, while swimming, heard that rap, rap, rapping on his back, And he said, why have you done this to us? And the scorpion said, I don't know. A creature like me you should never trust. For it's my nature and sting I must. What a story. The scripture opens up in 2 Kings, the fifth chapter, and it talks about a man by the name of Naaman. The scripture says that he was the host of the king of Assyria, a great man with his master, honorable. And by him the Lord had brought deliverance unto Syria. Naaman had experienced just a little bit of what God was able to do in his life. The scripture says that he was a mighty man of valor. But it doesn't stop there. It says, but. He was a leper. He woke up in the morning and saw a spot on his eyelid or perhaps the back of his hand and knew that snowy white color and dreaded disease was upon him that would eventually take his life. He sent money to the king of Israel hoping to deal with this problem and it got the king so angry, he rent his clothes, and and he said, am I a God that I should make this man whole? And the word of the king reached to the place of the prophet Elisha, brother Elisha said, send that man Naaman to my house. And when Brother Naaman loaded up his Mercedes G-Wagon, and when he loaded up the cavalcade, when he loaded up the Ferrari and sped all the way to the prophet's house, the prophet did not even pay him any mind to his money, position, or status. But he sent the servant out to, to go send a word to this man by the name of Brother Naaman. And he said, Brother Naaman, You need to go to the Jordan River. Brother Naaman was so upset. He said, aren't there better rivers in all of Damascus? But you're asking me to go to the dirtiest river. And nevertheless, the word of the Lord stood sure. And Brother Naaman had to go to the place where the man of God said. And so we know the story. He goes into the Jordan and he dips seven times. Uh, not to the rivers of uh, and and far, Farfar, uh, but he went to the Jordan River. Uh, the Jordan River that's got in it the current uh, that flows all the way down to the Dead Sea. Uh, he went down to the Jordan, uh, and the Jordan River brought healing to his disease. Another man in the New Testament that absolutely mirrors. Uh, oh, Brother Naaman is a man by the name of Cornelius. Uh, now you know that Brother Cornelius was a good man. Uh, he was a man that knew how to cook the fettuccine and the, and the, uh, uh, the lasagna. He was of the band called the Italian Band. Uh, and if you know how to cook a fettuccine, I'm telling you, you a good man. <laughs> Amen. Baby, what's that restaurant the pastor sent us to? Do you remember? They had that good Luigi's. Yeah, Brother Cornelius was Brother Luigi's great, 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 great grandpa. You didn't know you had somebody in Bakersfield related to Brother Cornelius. The scripture says that he was a devout man, one that feared God with all of his house. And and this is amazing. This is just how the world thinks. They think it's good to give of their alms, and it is. And Brother Cornelius was one of the best at it. But Brother Cornelius had an issue, and the word of the Lord came to Brother Cornelius. Brother Cornelius. Cornelius, I've got more for you. Why don't you call for a man of God? And that man's name was Peter. And Brother Peter came to Brother Cornelius' house in Acts chapter 10. And Brother Peter began to preach to to all of his household. And he came to preach uh, the crucified Christ. And while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost healing came. Now let's slow down and take a look at the commonalities between these two men. Both of these men had experience to a degree of the hand of God in their life. Both of these men were givers of their time and their talent and their treasure. Both of these men were good men. And both of these men had a disease. One that was evident and one that was not seen. But the end thereof for both of these men was death. Brother brother Naaman was going to die of leprosy while Brother Cornelius was marching his way to death by a, by a disease that is more dangerous than the autoimmune deficiency disease. That's more dangerous than C O V I D 19, and that is the disease called sin. And both of these men knew where they had to go, <laughs> they had to go find themselves a man of God. Brother Naaman had to show himself to the priest, and Brother Cornelius had to show himself to to the man of God. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be healed of their disease. How then shall they call upon him whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Brother Naaman saw that there were more eloquent preachers that were in the city of Damascus, but he had to go down to GBFPC, To hear a young evangelist talk about where he needed to go to get his healing. Amen. The crazy thing about this is both of these men came to a line of demarcation. (laughs) My goodness. That separates those that exit and those that enter. He, they both came to a line that separates those that have just an exodus and those that have an isodus. Oh, clap your hands to the Lord right now. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Don't worry, we'll beat the Baptist to Luigi's. I'm almost done. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, I see some of you pulling your pillow out. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. No. (laughs) I'll meet you in the morning when I reach the promised land. On the other side of the Jordan, for I'm bound for the promised land. Roll, old Jordan, roll. I want to go to heaven when I die. In here, old Jordan, roll. Jordan rivers roll and cross it. I tell you, cross it. Cross Jordan's dangerous river. My brother, take care of Satan. My brother, take care of leprosy. My brother, take care of the scorpion that's on your back. For my army is crossing over. My brother, take care of Satan, for my army is crossing over. This is a song that was sung by the slaves that were bound by evil taskmasters. Yes, here in America, in a long time ago, pre-Civil War, this word, the Jordan River, was indicative to one another that if you could just get to the Ohio or the Mississippi River, if you... you're going to step into the river uh, on this side, a slave. But when you come out, uh, you're going to come out uh, a free man. So whatever you do, just make sure that you go to the Mississippi. Just make sure you make it to, to the Ohio River. You may have an evil taskmaster on this side, but when you get to this side, there's going to be fruitfulness. There's going to be wholeness. There's going to be healing. And the current of the river will change you from a slave to a free man. (laughs) Oh, yeah, y'all know exactly where I'm going. Somewhere, uh, this, this, this disease uh, that is loosed upon man, uh, that will absolutely leech uh, you from your promise, uh, that will leech hope from you, uh, that will sear your conscience. Uh, today, I've come with your answer. Uh, today, I've come with the, the solution to taking care of that scorpion that's on your back. Uh, today, I'm encouraging everybody, uh, let's take a walk to the river. Oh, my, I don't know what you've dealt with this week, but I know what your answer is today. My brother, it's time for you to cross over. Amen, amen. You want to know what will take care of your sin? That, oh, my, all right, this is it, this is it. I want you to hear me. My brother, you need to be baptized in Jesus' name. That's the message, you need to be baptized today in Jesus' name. You're dealing with the scorpion and the answer is you need to go under the water because the nature of the scorpion cannot stand the current of the Jordan. Has anybody in this house been buried in the name? Did anybody find delivering power when you stepped into the water? I wanna witness today. Are there any former drug addicts in this house? Are there any former for, former sexual idolaters in this house? Hmm. All right. Uh, are there any former womanizers in this house? When you stepped in, you stepped in broken bruised and bleeding, but when you came out of the water, you came out a new man. Is there anybody that wants to stand with me and testify and say there's power in the water? Oh, we could do better than that this morning. Thank God I'm not what I used to be, but thank God I went into the Jordan River and I crossed over. Oh, clap your hands to the Lord. All right, back to Bible study. Praise God. 1 Peter 3 and 21. 1 Peter 3 and 21. My, the like figure whereunto even baptism doth now also save us. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God. Have you got to the place where your sin is not exceeding sinful, where it seems that your conscience is no longer pricked by the evils of this world? I'm here to tell you the way to awaken your conscience is to go down in the water in Jesus' name. Romans 6, verses 1 through 7. What shall we say then? Shall we continue with the scorpion on our back and with leprosy on our skin and with sin? That grace may abound, God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized in to his death; therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of God the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stepped in a dead man. I stepped in dead to the desires of this of the heavenly Father. But when I came out, I came out alive. I was quickened. I had a mind and sin. Became exceeding sinful. in the things I used to hate on this side of the Jordan, I now love on this side. The things I used to call evil, I now call good on this side. There's power in the water. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, knowing this, knowing, knowing, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body might be destroyed. That henceforth we should not serve that scorpion that's on our back, but we, that he that is dead is freed from sin. John chapter 3, verily, verily, I say unto you, Nicodemus, uh, uh, that you must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. Oh, my, I can hear somebody saying, but, brother preacher man, I told the Lord in a good service somewhere in Damascus that I accept you as my personal Savior. And I'm here to tell you that that was absolutely right. That was the beginning of your exodus. But don't stop and die in the wilderness. You need to enter fully into the promise. (laughs) That was the first step. He that cometh to God must first, first, first believe that he is. And so you did the right thing. But I'm here to tell you you've come to the right place. Because I'm not interested in you just exiting. I'm interested in you entering into the promise. Mark chapter 16 and verse 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not, see, you, the right thing when you believe, shall be damned. Acts 2 and verse 38 is the key to dealing with the scorpion. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Matthew 28 and 19, if you could help me get it. It just came to my mind. Amen. Go ye therefore into all of the world. Amen. Matthew 28. Teaching. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name, the name. You see that? I don't see an S on there. I see name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Acts 4 and 12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name given among men whereby we must be saved. All right, I want y'all to help me preach for a moment. What is the name of the Father? What is the name of the Son? What is the name of the Holy Ghost, brother? My mic, I rebuke you, devil. Praise God. I don't know if the devil's in the sound booth or in the microphone, but I'm coming after him tonight in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. You need to be baptized today in the name of Jesus Christ. You need to be freed from sin. You're struggling with pornography. You're struggling with addiction. And I've got your answer today. God sent a little messenger out to his doorstep today. And the messenger is telling you to the Jordan. To the Jordan to the Jordan. You know what's great about today? We've got a man of God. We've got a pastor. We've got a baptistry. We've got hot water. And I think today's a good day for somebody to bury the scorpion that's on your back. I'm feeling so good right now. My goodness, I could preach all the way to what time we start tonight, but I won't do it. Sometimes a pilot needs a co-pilot, so Brother McAllister, come help me. I'll give these poor people hope today. Hey, man. Poor Brother McAllister, he barely gets to sit down, and I'm already calling him up. Praise God. Hey, man. This is the crazy thing. Oh, my. you got to hear me now. This is the good part. Some of y'all have been waiting for the good part. This is it. There is a sad phenomenon about the Jordan. Oh, Holy Ghost. There are some that can see the Jordan, but never take care of their nature and aren't able to go in. They can stand on their mountaintops and they can see the river and they can see the promised land, but never enter in. Such was a man by the name of Moses who said, You must go over and possess. I don't doubt that when you said, I believe him and I take him as my personal savior, that God You've experienced the hand of God in the midnight hour. You've experienced being used by God. You've experienced the power of the Spirit, and you have even brought freedom to your family. But there's so much more. I see on your back. I see on your back that which troubles you. You want to be free, but you're struggling and you don't know what else to do. You've come to the right place. This is interesting to me Matthew, the seventh chapter, and the 21st verse. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. How is that? i prayed and i prophesied and i healed in your name you never crossed over you never crossed over you never crossed over you were happy to play on the banks but you never crossed over let me tell you a few interesting things about the jordan Genesis the 32nd chapter in the 10th verse a young man by the name of Jacob was in trouble you hear me <laughs> he left the place of his upbringing he left the place of safety in now war is being raged, waged between brothers. And brother Jacob said, I'm not worthy of the least of all of these mercies and all of the truth which thou hast showed unto thy servant. But I passed over. <laughs> you see that? I passed over this Jordan. And when brother Jacob passed over Jordan, that's when everything became clear. Brother Gideon was given a monumental task, and I'll read it in your hearing. And he had to save some people. And he had an experience with God behind the wine press. But that was not enough. Judges 8 and 4. But Gideon came to the Jordan and passed over. And that's when he 300 men <laughs> found victory. King David was in absolute trouble. His house, oh my, I'm going to talk about, his house was an absolute shambles. Brother was fighting against brother and brother, I'm going to say it, was raping. Sister, I despise the sexual sin of this day. And no doubt there's one under the sound of my voice right now. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. You have become prey, not because of anything you did, but somebody robbed you, hurt you, and you deal with it in the night. And here's where Brother David is in 2 Samuel 17 and 22. That young man, his own son, had driven him out of his own house and palace. And I can't even begin to speak of the debauchery that was taking place. But David, but David knew if I could just get to the Jordan River. And David and all the people that were with him, oh, my, they passed over Jordan. And when they passed Brother Elisha, I'm coming quickly to a close. There had been a touch of God on his life. (laughs) He had experienced the hand of God. But there was just one thing missing in his life. He had to cross over the Jordan. Somebody today, I don't know if it's one or 30. And I'm not only talking about, there are two things here. I'm I'm talking in two totally different realms and dimensions. I'm talking to sinners that need to cross a physical Jordan, and you need to be buried in the name of the Lord. And I'm speaking to some saints who have known the hand of God. (laughs) But you need to cross over. I'm talking to some backsliders today. You've grown cold in your heart. You've grown cold in your relationship with God, but I'm here to tell you you need to cross over today. As we stand together, I just got to touch this one thing and I'm I'm done. And I'll tell you how we're going to do this altar call today. The exact moment of change. The Jordan River is crazy. It's not like any other river. It's not like any other river. It's not like the river in Damascus. It's not like the rivers. It's like, it's not like the Mississippi. It, it's crazy. Joshua 3 and 15. Let's just look at this very last part. The Jordan River overfloweth all his banks at the time of harvest. First Chronicles 12 and 15. These are they that went over the Jordan in the first month when it had overflown all his banks. All right, this is it. I want you to hear me. Everybody hear me. Everybody hear me. I'm done. Amen. The harbingers of hope are here. You know, I'm really finishing. The moment that you need to cross over is the moment that the Jordan swells to meet you. It's almost as if the river knows. (laughs) Right now's the time. And it overflows the banks. But at the same time, the enemy, almost like the grand finale of a firework show, will send so many fiery darts here. thing after another. Financial issues. Distraction. Heartache. Sorrow. Disagreements. Misunderstandings. Misinformation. Family problems. Because he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. 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 Let me tell you, the moment when it's the hardest is the moment you know I'm doing something about this today. I'm ending with this, Jeremiah 12 and 5. If thou hast run with the footmen and they have wearied thee, how then are you going to contend with the horses? And I'm going to move down to the last part. My question today is, how are you going to do in the swelling of the Jordan? Somebody needs to be baptized in Jesus' name today. Somebody needs to start stepping (laughs) into the And don't stop stepping until you reach the other side. Don't stop stepping until you cross over. God didn't bring you out to leave you out. But God brought you out to bring you in. This is how I feel like doing the altar call today. These ministering brethren, I want you to come. And, and just line this front, this front, all to the well. I want you to line the well. Pastor Bradford, I, uh, you can stay here. And Brother Brock, I want you to stand right here in the center. If you'll just help me, this is how we're going to do it today. There are some folks. Yeah, just line the front. Just line the front. Just line the front. <laughs> oh, my. All the way across. All the way across. Brother, Bra- Brother Brock, stand right there and face the congregation, brothers. Line the front. There are some people in this house today that need a breakthrough. And it said that if you're ever going to cross a river, what you need to do is you need to link up with somebody that knows the flow. You need to link up with somebody that knows the flow of the river. And everywhere that that person steps, you step right behind and you keep your eyes fastened on a fixed point and it doesn't matter what the current is doing <laughs> you just keep stepping and so these men that are up here today they know the flow of the Jordan they know the flow of the Jordan and I don't know where you are if you're a saint or a sinner I, I want to do this today I'm going to invite you to come with these men and they're going to lead you across the Jordan in the spirit. <laughs> and if there's anybody in the house today that wants to be baptized in Jesus' name, I'm going to encourage, these men know what to do. They're going to lead you in a prayer of repentance. And they're going to, they're going to, they're going to lead you across. And when you're done, oh my, I want you to come and I want you to talk to Brother Brock and say, I want to be buried in the name of Jesus today. <laughs> oh, my, any saints believe that there's going to be some troubling of the waters today. Any saints believe that God is going to deliver today. Whoa! <laughs> Does anybody feel like crossing over? Does anybody feel like crossing over today? Oh, my. Oh, yeah. And while you're crossing over, there's a current that's going to flow to the Dead Sea that's going to take some scorpions. <laughs> Goodbye, drug addiction. Goodbye, pornography addiction. And not because of anything I'm doing, but because the current is so strong in this house right now. <laughs> I'm going to step up. we got to get to the other side, everybody. we got to get to the other side, everybody. And so I'm going to encourage. This is how we'll do it. If you're a saint of God in this house and you see somebody nearby that's been touched by the word of the Lord that needs to cross, grab them by the hand. Bring them to one of these men. We're going to have ourselves an old-fashioned altar call from, from the east to the west, front to back. Nobody's excluded. Let's cross over. Let's cross over. Come on to one of these men. We're going to lead you. Everybody lift your hands and close your eyes and say, I'm going to cross over today. Saints of God, would you begin to help us? Let's cross over. I think somebody ought to fill the baptistry up. I think we're going to have ourselves a Holy Ghost time at the well. If you're a saint of God struggling, come on up. Let God take you across the river today. Come on, come on. Everybody gather in. Saints of God, let's gather into the well. Let's show some folks how to get to the other side today. today. We've got to bring some people through the water today. Come on, saints of God, don't sit in the back today. Let's help somebody else find their way across the river.